pretty nerds. 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 Hi guys, welcome back to the Pretty Nerds podcast. This is your girl Nay, and this is your girl Falandine. So Falandine is back this week. How has everything been going? Uh, it's been going. Getting adjusted. Yeah. Just want my sleep, but that's all. Okay. <laughs> how are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. Um, you know. All right. Well, then let's go ahead and jump into. We got quite a few things to get into this week, so let's go ahead and jump into the hot topics for this week. Um, I guess we can start off. We can start off with some quick hitters. Um, probably to mm-hmm. nobody's surprise, Ray J and Princess Liv have filed well ray j filed this time he filed for divorce again i guess princess love filed first last time and they called it off now they have refiled again so um and in this time ray j is seeking joint custody so we'll see how that plays out i don't think anybody's surprised though yeah, like I don't understand. I don't get why they, why they pulled it off to begin with, but hey, um, it is what it is. I expected them to. I'm I was honestly surprised that they lasted as long as they did. Um, but yeah, how much money you want to put on? He gonna be back with Tierra Marie. Oh, Chad, listen, I don't know how this gonna go. <laughs> it, I went down, it's gonna be a whole mess, though. You know, it's it gonna is. be a mess. It's oh, oh, yeah. Looking, cause you know Tierra, then she then slam back down and everything. She back to looking like Tierra when she was in lottery ticket. I just feel like that's gonna be a whole messy mess if he go back to her. But at the end of the day, he always every every time he get out of a relationship, he always run back to Tierra. Yeah, that's oh. It's gonna be so messy if he do though. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just sit by and just look at the shade room post. Just go back and back and forth, back and forth. <laughs> oh, mess, mess. Speaking of back and forth and mess, I actually didn't write this one down, but have you seen that whole thing, the conversation with Masika and Hazel E? I didn't. I saw like a preview. You mean like that little sit down that they had? Yeah. Yeah, I saw like a preview of it and I watched like one clip, but yeah. I don't know. I just, yeah, it was kind of weird because I'm like, she pregnant white. I don't even know why they did that, but. I just didn't, I don't understand. Like, at what point do y'all like grow? I I know it can't just be me to think to myself, at what point do y'all just grow? Listen. And especially all the shit that Masika be online and talking about, like, you know, trying to give advice about, be like, girl, find something to do. Basically, like, get your shit together first. Like, I can't. But that little Zeus, you know, they seem to be taking over with these little, you know, ratchet reality TV show. I can't knock it though. Listen, they black owned. Um, it's just like it's a streaming service. From what I understand, it don't cost too much. It's like three or four dollars or whatever. 
So, you know, and they producing. I mean, listen, we was, y'all was getting, watching, you know, all the little love and hip hop. So Mona was doing it on VH1. So shit. We might as well put the money in some black folks' pockets yeah. as opposed to um, Viacom. That was uh, ratchet mess. Basically. Because that's really all they did. Didn't took it to ratchet mess. I, I ain't gonna lie though, I was slick interested in the little chance <laughs> show because you know I love me some Miss New York. So I was slick interested in the chance show because <laughs> she's supposed to be coming back on there. Oh Lord. <laughs> I can't help it. Y'all know I love me some Tiffany Pollard. She is the original <laughs> reality oh. TV queen, okay? Still remember when Pumpkin spit on her. Oh Lord. Now that was that was <laughs> good TV though. It was some good TV. Listen. <laughs> when it went all like fabricated drama. Like I ain't gonna say that they didn't do it, but a lot of it was like I really, they really just didn't like each other. Yeah, it was real shit. <laughs> right. Oh, that's what like, I see you, it's on site. <laughs> yeah, like that's why people, like when people, people laugh, but I used to say how much I used to love the real world prior to like you know, Vegas, but like the original real world. Cause I was like, that was real life, like TV. Like they didn't pay them people. They actually had to work real jobs. You know what I'm saying? It was just, a camera documenting people that they put in the house. It, like, it was actually interesting. Like, you got real shit out of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was the first... Go ahead. Oh, no, you can go ahead. No, I was saying, because that, like, that was, like, some of the first time, like, I seen on TV, like, things about, like... Remember, because Tammy had her abortion on TV. Um, That was the first time I ever, like, seen somebody on TV who had... AIDS because they had Pedro on like season two. So like the real world used to give you some real shit. Yeah. And be like if you get seven, eight, nine people in one house sharing out just one space, drama is gonna happen regardless. Just give it a little minute and you ain't gotta give it long, just a little minute. And it's gonna happen. Yeah, exactly. Um, let me see what else. Any other quick hit? Oh, another quick hitter. Maybe I should save this one because I actually did watch P Valley. Like I said, I was gonna do. I binged it all this week. So let me save that one towards last so I can give y'all my review of P Valley as well. Um, Lewis Hamilton. Now this one just popped up on my feed. Lewis Hamilton. He is a Formula One driver, probably one of the most successful ever. Honestly, it's probably really the only reason that a lot of us people watch Formula One is because of Lewis Hamilton. But anyway, so apparently Formula One is investigating him because at his last race, he wore a Justice for Breonna Taylor t-shirt. And when he, you know, of course, when they brought the mic to him, he said, I still want to see, you know, the cops who killed Breonna Taylor be arrested. So Formula One has this launched an actual full-fledged investigation into him saying that they don't do politics and they believe that it's against I guess some part of their charter or rules for him to do that and his team has actually responded in saying that it's not politics it's human rights and he has every right as a human being to speak on whatever he wants to speak on true like I don't like 
listen, when I saw that, I was like, really? Really? I'm like, how is it politics? It's not like our president has politicized basically human rights issues. But I'm like, that is basically what it boils down to. It's like justice for her. What does it have to do with politics? Like, I just, she's just frustrating. And the fact that it's taking this fucking long. And then I saw where the attorney general was saying he's just now taking it to the grand jury. Yeah, after you slander her fucking name in the media for months. Sex. So I was like, okay, bro. Yeah. So hopefully, like I said, um, it's it's it seems mighty convenient that we're starting to see these stories, like you said, especially since they are just now getting ready to take it to a grand jury. Um, we'll see how all of that plays out. I don't know. I don't. It's sad that I don't. I don't have like a ton of hope, just because of how long it's taken, and like you said, them trying to slander her name. But we shall see how that whole thing plays out. Um, also, we shall see what happens with Lewis Hamilton in Formula One. Honestly, I can't see them punishing him. He has every right as a human being to speak out on human rights issues. So it is what it is. And not only that, he's your most successful racer ever. Like people know Formula One because of Lewis Hamilton. So what y'all going to do? <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, what, what, what y'all? What if he decide he don't want to race no more? What y'all gonna do then? He bring y'all money in. And race car is like, I think it's like the highest paying or like the most money. And I thought really thought it was like basketball or something like that, but it was actually race car driving. I was like, interesting, but I yeah. guess I can see it. But I don't know. I just, I don't know. Like I said, we'll see what comes out of it. Like, in one hand, you don't even want to get excited. Because it's like, bro, y'all have literally, you cannot tell me that the DA ain't with the shit. Yeah. Be like, you work directly with the police, the police chief, all these detectives, you with the fucking shit. Yeah. We shall see. We shall see. Um, I mean, I anticipate. I mean, the story has to, they have to be reaching a decision at some point within, I want to say, it has to be within the next two weeks. I can't see it taking, well, let me not say that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> let me right. not fuck myself. Yeah, it can. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It sure can. So let me, let me shut up. We, sh- I guess we just, like I said, we got to wait and see. Um, Another quick hitter, again, to probably nobody's surprise, Andrew Gilliam, he was running for, like, wasn't it governor or something, or Senate seat yeah. down in Florida. He was, like, a mayor campaign for a little bit, and then it just kind of, he had that whole little scandal. Now he finally did, like, a little sit-down interview after he got a rehab or something like that, and he basically admitted that he's bisexual, um... I don't feel like people was was anybody surprised? Like I wasn't surprised. Was, was yeah, you surprised? I was like, um, sorry, you only had 
Well, I ain't gonna say he only had two choices because he had a couple choices. But we like, we know straight ain't it. So basically, I mean, I'm saying like, based on the situation that had occurred, I mean, you either was gonna say you was gay or you was, I mean, bisexual. Like I, pansexual, but I'm like, yeah, uh, sir, we kind of get it. Like I just, you know, okay. I didn't feel like he had to come out and and tell it, but I guess maybe for other folks who are trying, I don't know, who are trying to, I guess, you know how politics are, bend and twist it in all the ways that they can bend and twist it. Maybe he felt like he needed to clarify it. So, mm. it is what it is. Yeah, I was like, when I saw it, I'm like, okay, congratulations. Did you tell your wife this before you married her? Yeah, exactly. Um, that's my, that's my only concern. Why weren't you up front with your partner? That's my only issue with it. Outside of that, I mean, that's his business. And stop dealing with people that don't fucking protect you when you're in these high-powered positions like this. Shit. Ooh, true. True. True, okay? Um, another quick hitter, CeeLo Green being nasty, per usual. Talking about he only <laughs> takes showers. Every couple days, and he's like, like every three or four days. Yeah, he was like, the post was like, just because you haven't gone anywhere all day doesn't mean you don't have to take a bath. He put, LOL, I disagree. I've gone three or four days before. Real nigga shit, what y'all think? Sir, you can get in the tub. And I'm like, are you depressed? Because, I mean, yeah, that's the only way I can see possible because why are you not bathing? And then for three or four days and you just give me your sheets again? Yeah. But you know what, though? You know what's really strange to me is I am seeing a lot of posts from dudes along these lines. And I'm just trying to understand. Like, I saw another post where a dude, like, I guess he thought people was going to co-sign it where he was like, dudes don't wash their butts that they just yes. let the water in. And I was like, what? <laughs> I said, is it, y'all niggas was really not out here washing y'all asses? Because y'all worried, you know what Because like, y'all worried about some gay Like, what? What kind of, and I was like, do you really, do he, I just really was like, he put this out there to the world. So I was like, he really must have thought people was going to co-sign this. Like, sir, you running around with dirty draws? Like, I can't. I think it's the same post that I saw in the dude. He tried to like fully explain it. We're like, yeah, you're still making it bad. Like, it's not getting any better. You're making it worse. Please stop the foolishness. Be like, wipe your behind. How hard is it? I just, I can't, I can't understand it. Like, I really, in all honesty, I think that, like I said, I feel like in his mind, he was thinking people was going to coast because people are so homophobic. He was thinking people was going to co-sign it. Like, yeah, yeah, dudes shouldn't touch their butts or whatever. I'm just like, who raised y'all? That's nasty. Wash your ass. And that's why, like, I don't know. It was like a post going around of, like, it was, like, on, I guess, Reddit or something like that. Where a lady posted like her husband, um, he just like 
doesn't wash his butt because he think it's gay and he left marks on the shit. I'm like, yeah, bro, we can go out here and get divorced because it ain't no way possible. <laughs> I'm finna let you lay down in the bed and you leave a marks on it. She like, sir, what are you? That, you should have a rash. Oh. I just don't understand, folks. Nasty. And it's your butt. It ain't like somebody else washing your butt. You washing your butt. So how's it gay? Child, I don't even, I don't understand what be going through these these men's mind at all. Because I can't, I can't understand the logic. I can't. Y'all running around here with crispy, <laughs> dirty draws and nasty asses. I can't. <laughs> Leave your marks on so sheets. Ugh, ugh, Lord, I would, I would die. He, listen, if a man, I would die. Like, <laughs> our whole, like, I wouldn't even be able to look at you. Like, our relationship would be over, over. Like, get up out my room, my bed, my life. Like, I can't. I'm disgusted. <laughs> Just thank you. Disgusting. Um, so I touched on it last week with the you know Queen Pick Me herself, Summer Walker. Um, you know how we she went at Future's baby mama, Liza Rain, and all of that. Then, like shortly after, we saw her post her little breakup. I guess her little breakup moment that she had with London on the track, and now I guess they back together. I don't. Child. Yeah, it looks like it. And then, of course, she comes with this I'm a human being. Well, human being, shut your ass up. Be like, I don't know. I just, she just rubbed me the wrong way from the the baby food comment to you attacking future baby mama. Be like, that ain't got nothing to do with you. You're not paying that man child support. Facts. And the, you just and I'm like, but London on the track, he's taking care of his own kids. We're like, boo boo, you got to be quiet. Word and then they stay breaking up. Yeah, they absolutely do. Right, girl, find something to do. She is a perfect example of somebody who should just sing and and, and not. You know what I mean? Because every time yeah. she come out with something, it's just like. Did you see her post that fake ass article about the gay the gay couple that supposedly gave birth to a child out of their butt or something like that? No. Yes, yeah, she posted that whole she posted that whole fake article despite just like the common sense of it all. Like the ethics in it should tell you that that ain't no doctor finna actually, you know what I mean? Because doctors take oaths, just like cops and all the other things. They take oaths, and you know the ethics in in it was completely just out out the water. But just the article except, like, do y'all y'all really out here believing they're implanting wombs in men's butts for them to have? Ch- like, really? Like that, that, that whole mindset is beyond. But she really posted it on some real. I guess women. I guess us real women ain't necessary no more. So I'm just like, bitch, did you? And why would you see? <laughs> and then you gonna use a fake article 
that don't make no sense to drive a point that don't even have to be made. If you're a woman, you're a woman. What's the big deal? See what I, girl, I'm telling you. That's why I'm saying she's the one of them people who like just do the talent that you're supposed to do and don't don't engage. Because if you're not gonna come with like real facts and things, don't engage. <laughs> don't. You can't go on here posting fake conspiracy articles and expect people to really be out here thinking you have come. Like, not only that, but she posted it like what like she really thought it was true. And I'm like, bitch, we got we got the whole you got the whole internet. You got all of Google. So you could have Googled and saw it under Google it debunked it, said this is a fake article. Right. I was just gonna say, <laughs> you could have just posted this shit on like Facebook. And I'm surprised Instagram she probably been like, this is fake and hide it. <laughs> and tell you why they hid this shit. Be like, bro. No, and it just doesn't make sense. None. It didn't make sense at all. And I just was and then to see people was like actually co-signing. Like, yeah, this I can't believe they really out here doing this. Blah blah blah. And I'm like, I like, come on, y'all. Y'all can't. I was like, y'all really can't lack this much common sense. Like, y'all really, really. But then again, maybe y'all do. And if that's the case, I need to start getting into, like, real estate and selling people, like, waterfalls. And <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to be a waterfall salesman and tell y'all, y'all can buy a whole waterfall, you know, in this little farmland that I got out here in Tennessee. It's a waterfall out there. It is. Got some beach property for you. Facts, cause oh child, y'all stupid. <laughs> I can't. I don't even know how, how else to put it. I mean, like you just too. You get access to too many resources. But like, sis, don't don't die on this hill. Not at all. Choose another one, but not this hill. Um. So I guess staying kind of in that realm of dying on some hills your boy T.I. yet again um, besides yeah. the fact that he is out here um, being investigated by the SEC for cryptocurrency fraud um, FYI I told listen y'all in this cryptocurrency I don't know man just saying I know it, it had like it's moment where it was like really big but too many of y'all coming up out here getting investigated for fraud and things like mm, don't sit right with me yeah that's what i like left it alone especially like people like it's booming and you know y'all spend money on this but you want to spend money and i'm like no because if you look at some of the other ones the big people get their money but it left the small people have to put them dry i'm like nah i'm good yeah so i'm just one sitting right I was like, nah. Yeah. Because I need cash. Facts. Okay. I need the cash. But um, aside from that, he's out here making, he made another stupid comment per usual where he got on and he was talking about people taking the government money and the little PPP loans that they were getting and using them to buy property as opposed to, um, as opposed to, spending them on luxury items besides the fact that he ran with that whole ass assumption that people were just using government money to buy luxury items um 
who don't don't be out here listening to that because if you out here listening to ti about buying using your ppp loan to buy property your ass going to jail so (laughs) that's that's a a federal offense (laughs) but you're not supposed to be buying luxury items or property with it because it's not what it's intended for so i'm like don't do that yeah basically he was just throwing out terms and I'm just like, just don't listen to him, y'all. Because them PPP loans was intended for folks um, who have small businesses so that they could pay, you know, during this whole COVID thing, they can continue to pay their payroll and, you know, shit like that. It was not intended to buy property, to buy goods. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. Don't do that. Y'all going to jail, jail. Don't do that. <laughs> and you going to big people jail. And that's why I was like, when I started, I was like, and I hope the fuck he ain't talking about the $1,200 that they spent. Because I'm like, for most people, this shit evaporated before it probably even came into a lot of Americans' accounts because we're still in a pandemic. $1,200 probably wasn't even paying a lot of people's rent. Yeah. So I'm like, I think, you know what I mean? Um, From what I saw, a lot of people in the comments, were running off of the assumption that people got so much because that's what I keep seeing people are running off this assumption saying that people got upwards of like ten thousand dollars ten thousand fifteen thousand dollars from drawing that from unemployment and I was like who 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 got that who made twenty twenty thousand dollars from unemployment and I and even if you did, expenses didn't stop. And I saw that argument. People like, well, unemployment, they get this and blah, blah. I'm like, y'all act like people were getting unemployment, they paycheck, where they could save unemployment. That means that they're not employed, so they still got bills that they got to pay with hmm. the unemployment. I'm like, and everybody was, I was like, I can only speak for Tennessee. The maximum here, no matter what you made, is two seventy five. That's the max. Right. No matter what you make, two seventy five. Everybody didn't even get the two seventy five. So you got some people that realistically, their unemployment is just one hundred and twenty dollars, and they got an extra six hundred dollars every week. Right. That's not in the grand scheme of things. Even in Tennessee, with the cost of living, that's. You might have a little leftover to maybe get, you know, go out to eat or something, but it's not a lot. It was, it's, it, no, no, no. I just feel like, I honestly, I feel like so many people was over-exaggerating the amounts that people was getting in unemployment. You know what I mean? Like, I think some people... You know how some people was getting on there trying to flage and like, oh yeah, I'm getting this much. I'm getting it. A lot of people, in all honesty, if you've ever done dealt with unemployment, wasn't getting it. I've heard I heard way more stories of people who honestly couldn't even for weeks on weeks on weeks get approved for unemployment. <laughs> way more than I heard people getting, you know, twelve and thirteen hundred dollar checks for unemployment. I'm sorry. I just it's like what state you stay in is getting because I'm like. I think, was it California was the only state that I remember where people saying it was like kind of on par with your wages. 
Oh, well, shit. They was lucky. <laughs> but I like it with the fucking taxes that you got to pay in California. It's like, and shit, that's probably still ain't a lot because California homeless population, a lot of them work every day. So yeah. that ain't real life like no come up. Yeah. I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't count other people's pockets. So that whole situation didn't, you know, didn't bother me none. Because it wasn't my business. I don't give a fuck what other people do with their own money. You know? I was raised not to count people's pockets. So I don't know what folks do with their money. Don't care what they do with their money. That's their business. And I'm damn sure not going to be out here preaching to folks, telling them what they should and should, should not do with their money. I didn't hold this whole buy property thing. Well, what, like you, you need more than just unemployment to buy. First of all, what property are you finna buy on unemployment? Listen, I. What part trying to understand? By where you even need the PPE loan, like, um, yeah, you can't like, and not knocking like small business because I definitely think it was a need there and whatever. But I'm like, you need more than just like, oh, I got money a little bit. I'm gonna go buy some property. No, you need a lot. But not only that, you have to have some type of knowledge. People just think that you can just hop into real estate. You know what I mean? Like, they make it seem like it's super easy to do. You have to have some sort of knowledge behind it in order to get into real estate to begin with. Because there's a lot of people out here trying to flip houses and ain't successful at it. Listen, horrible landlords. But who am I? <laughs> I was like, yeah, just shut up. Basically, it's not for everybody. Like that's the thing that's been aggravating me. Like I, I, I love the the idea of teaching people about entrepreneurship, teaching people about ownership, pe- teaching people about buying property. But at the same time, we are not all a monolith. We are not all the same. It's not for everybody. Not everybody has the knowledge base to own property not everybody should be has the knowledge base to own and run a business you know what i mean like it's not for i'm sorry i'm being completely honest i would love to see everybody in a mama out here owning things and doing that but not everybody should do it judging by a lot of the terrible businesses out there not everybody should run a business (laughs) be horrible and that's just the basics. Customer service. That's basic. Basic. Okay. So, mm, I think, I, I like I said, I appreciate, I, I love to see that everybody's teaching it, that you got so many people out there who are wanting to do it. But at the same time, you know, put, if you're going to put some knowledge behind it, that's all I'm saying. Focus on it. Put some knowledge behind it get the proper training you know what i mean just i just uh, all y'all ain't meant to run businesses or own properties that's all i'm saying anywho um what else we got here oh um the tamar braxton situation Remember when she went through her whole, um, when the whole suicide thing and all that came through. I remember us on this show, we had a conversation and 
we said there was something about that boyfriend that didn't sit right. Definitely. And now we're coming up to this whole situation. We're seeing where he's accusing her of domestic violence. She's accusing him of domestic violence. He's taking all kind of little interviews, doing IG lives about it, about her. I, there's something about him that don't sit right with my spirit. I'm sorry. There's something about him that don't sit right with me. And at this point, if I'm her family and friends, I wouldn't give a damn what she had to say. Oh, I love him. Or we can fix. No. It's time for you to be away. And it's like, because I remember like at one point, I think doing this, he was like, he didn't want to take interviews. He didn't want to talk. So I'm like, why you lose look now? Mm-hmm. And then it's coming out that he was the one who was leaking like the little text messages. Because remember, we was talking about during that suicide. We was like, who, what family member was talking to the press or who was leaking the little text messages? And shit that she sent out. Because I was like, how is this getting out? What family member is doing it? Whoever is doing it is trifling. You know, come to find out, allegedly, he was the one. Listen, I... When I saw that this weekend, I was like, so... Like I said, he he has always, like, rolled me the wrong way. Because I was like, I don't know. If he just didn't seem genuine, and I think she genuinely like liked him, or you know was into him. Um, but yeah, he just didn't rock right with me. And I do like I love Vince reply to him, loved it because it's like he when he told him we are not friends. You know, you bad for Tamar, and Tamar does not need to be institutionalized. She's seeing a doctor. You know, like he covered all the bases of what he tried to put out there to kind of like drag her during her low moment. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't like the whole thing, honestly, like I said. Um, and then there's t- there's been too many like mention- mentions of like murder suicides that I w- if I'm her family or I'm her loved ones, no. Nah. You know what I mean? Like there's been too many mentions from like text messages from her from just just all around of people talking about murder suicide like no this situation this whole situation mm -mm. i just hope for her sake and for her son's sake that she's safe and that they just away from each other because clearly they don't need to be near each other yeah he yeah and I just, I don't know, it just tripped me out because I'm like, at first you was this quiet background person and now you on IG Live, you got all of this stuff to say and, you know, I want to clear that boy, shit your ass up. Yeah. People said from the jump that he gave scammer vibes, so I don't know. The whole yeah. thing don't sit right. But people are also saying that the reason they feel like all of this is even coming to light is because apparently from some of the clips, um, even though the show has, I think they only aired one episode so far of her new show on WeTV called Get Your Life or something like that. 
from like the clips or previews of their relationship they said it they think the reason he is kind of trying to come out with all these interviews and save face is because of how he's depicted or painted on the show they say he comes off really like jealousy you know giving off jealous abuser vibes from the show so I, I don't know I don't I haven't watched it I probably I didn't really have a plan to watch it so I can't really speak on I'm sure the clips as the show goes on will be online so that'll probably be the way that I catch it but I don't know I guess it's a wait and see on that I hope things don't get worse though yeah and I like I'm pretty sure she's around family and people that are like you know rooting for her because I'm like she definitely needed at this point because I'm like yeah, he really trying to drag this. Yeah. Really trying to drag it. Absolutely. Um, speaking of more like controversy, so I didn't touch on it last week because, like, right as I was recording, the little conversations and tapes and things were leaking, and then later on that night, Sin did like her own IG live, and then Joe did another IG live like the next day, whatever. So we saw, um, I guess starting with the Joe, but we'll start with Joe. Well, no, let's start with Bow Wow because Bow Wow's is really only that one situation. Joe's is like a lot. So starting with Bow, um, I feel like, what is it, like two years ago, we saw like the girl, Kiss, I think it's like Kizmi Lee or something like that. She alleged, her and Bow Wow got in a fight. We saw like the scratches on his face and all that like that. And she alleged that she was fighting him back. He was attacking her, um, you know, blah, 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 blah. Cut to the audio tape being released. And apparently, you know, there was more revealed saying that he had hit her in her stomach, knowing she was pregnant, like just all around bad vibes. Yeah. And then it, it, it kind of harpened back to Erica Mena because Erica Mena had um, insinuated that he also abused her when she was pregnant. So and caused her to lose her baby. So I don't know. I All around, it just, it's not looking good out here for Bao. Yeah. I And I like I remember us talking about it and we was like. I, don't, I know we didn't take his side, though. Yeah, we don't do so. Um, but I think it was like a like a wait and see type deal thing because I know people were like, well, you know, women can't be hitting men and all of this stuff or whatever. Um, and now we see like whatever bruises he had, those were probably defensive marks, pretty much. Well, yeah. not probably they were defensive marks. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't feel bad for him. And especially because I think, was it Erica that came out and was like, he broke Sierra's finger as well. So he has a history of abuse. Um, Of course, Sierra never really, I don't think she ever added him, but like, bro, this is three women. Yep. And we just, even if we go with two, they actually said something. Two women. Yeah. And then you on audio basically confirming everything. So, yeah. Yeah. That's the that's the that's the thing. Um, in all honesty, when it 
Carpenter's back too because his audio wasn't the only one that leaked. Joe Budden's audio also leaked um, where he had, it was a conversation between him and Sin where Sin insinuated that he drug her um, down, you know, drug her down the hallway, you know, basically abused her. Um, and it came right on the heels of Tahiri who had sat down um, with Hollywood Unlocked, and she revealed that during her relationship with Joe, um, he abused her. And he, of course, took, you know, went to and used his platform to say that she, you know, called her every name under the book, said she was a clout chaser, said she was a liar, said she was toxic. But I want to point out to people, because everybody is trying to say that the reason all this stuff about Joe Budden is coming out is because you know he he turned down the deal with Spotify and Bob, and people are trying to take him down essentially. But I want to point out to people that this is not the first time that we've heard these things about Joe. Um, and if you go back and listen to Joe himself talk about himself and talk about these situations, he's never denied. Like if you actually listen to him talk, he talks a lot. So I get that you ha- you know it's hard to like listen to everything. But if you actually listen to him, he's never denied that he's beat women, never. And I it, it, it always takes me back to years and years ago when he was with ex- Esther Baxter, and she depicted very brutal beating that he gave her when she was pregnant. And he sat on her stomach for like two to three hours, caused her to lose her child. And like they, it was graphic and disgusting. Like she had pictures when she miscarried in the toilet. Like it was horrible. And he the club and never denied it. He talked around it and tried to make it like a both situation. They were attacking each other. The same exact thing that he did with Tahiri. Oh, we were both toxic, blah, 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 blah. And because Tahiri had just came off of the show, that marriage boot camp show, that show where she threw the apple at Vado and all that, and how she was, quote, you know, how she's quote unquote aggressive as well with men, people were like, oh, of course she lying, Joe telling the truth, she trying to take Joe down, blah, blah. But then you get Sin, who um, the little audio leaks, and essentially it echoes the same thing. And then you get her go on her IG live where she's saying, where essentially she don't never come out and say that Joe doesn't didn't abuse her. She just simply says that people need to mind their business and that she has a child and she people need to you know when they put talk about stuff like this they need to think about her son and her the, his mental health and her son's father's mental health and but you know what I mean. Yeah. But again. No one has actually denied that he's abusive. Not even him. So I can't understand then why people are going at these women as if they're liars when it's clearly a pattern. I was like, y'all are becoming, and I was like, I don't know what, I can't think of I know myself, I'm not. But I'm like, our parents, I can't remember them. Maybe they were. But I'm like, y'all are becoming like serial fans or something. I don't know what to call it, where it's just like, no, he, 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 
because I'm a fan, he has to be this person and this is it. And like, bro, like you said, he didn't deny it. You literally have evidence, like flat out, boom, this is what he did. This is not his first or second uh, accusation or whatever. Like, I'm like, and he's not even a good rapper. He just got a platform now, a podcast. And I'm like, I, I don't know. I don't get it. Um, I feel bad for seeing because I'm like, I'm, you know, she probably is thinking, okay, this is, you know, trying to, me trying to protect my child's father. But no, nah, I'm snitching. You trash. But I, that's that's the thing that I've never understood because I'm like, in all honesty, I thought with Joe Button, it was understood that he, I hate to say it like this, I thought for the the way that people, like, people knew that he has this, you know, background of being abusive and just like how they do with everybody else. Hell, they we saw where Fabulous knocked out Emily two front teeth, but she didn't say, you know what I'm saying, the way people still fuck with fab you know it's like well it is what it is you know what i mean so i feel i thought that that i guess in my opinion that's how they treated joe budden like well we know he you know was trash and that he beat on women but it is what it is and so my what i guess what aggravates me is then when women come out and tell their stories it's like why why you got to try to tear them down and this you know, I don't believe you, you're lying, when Joey never denied it himself. That's the thing. He's never denied it himself. And now, go ahead. You can go ahead. I was just going to say, and even even with all of that, we all know Joe was a fucking cokehead. Like, he was a hardcore drug addict. He probably don't even remember the majority of his relationship with Tahiri, if we're being honest. I just can't understand how anybody could judge their situation when it's known fact that the the majority of the relationship, he was on hardcore drugs. I can't even imagine as a woman sitting through that type of relation with a hardcore drug addict, like the toxicity in that alone. So I, I don't understand how people would think it's far-fetched to believe that he abused her when he was so drugged out of his mind. You know what I mean? Like, if you've ever listened to his podcast and listened to some of the stories that he used to tell about how he would hide under her bed just to make sure she wasn't sleeping with other dudes. Like, so it's it's far-fetched for y'all to believe that that he would abuse her just because y'all saw her throw some apples at Vado? The fuck out of here. That's why, and I'm like, even the whole dog situation just made him even more disgusting. I'm like, <sighs> and y'all just still on here just caping for him. Like, ain't nothing wrong with it. Stand culture, man. Stand culture. Just, I don't know. I honestly feel like, like it's. Ahead. it's like I think at this point it's dangerous it's not even like funny or anything it's like bro y'all are literally dangerous because people get away with bullshit like this because you know like you 
probably going to their pages and harassing them and all this and be like, bro, they didn't lie. Yeah. Absolutely. I feel like stan culture has really been the downfall of like of like the whole like entertainment celebrity thing. Because like to be honest, stands have been all all of the little stand bases are out of control. I know that only certain stand bases get pointed out. You know, you have people who go at um Nicki Minaj's barbs. Um, you have people who talk about um the beehive and things like that so only certain fan bases get pointed out but in my opinion all of them stand bases are toxic i mean are we are people people never address it because we all love rihanna but her little navy was out of control remember when they used to harass and throw racist ass terms at carucci all the damn time i mean so all of drake's fan base didn't harass people remember when them kids Everybody thought it was funny at the time, but remember them kids pulled up at Joe Budden's actual house? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, it was, it was, it was no, it was, it was, it was funny on the internet, but it could have went a completely, because he would have been in his right ground if he would have pulled out a gun and shot. He he had every right to stand his ground at his home when people are trespassing. And it would have been a whole different story if that shit would have happened. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, like, people only address certain stands, stand bases. But in my opinion, all of them, all of them stand bases are toxic. Every last one of them. Way too far. Because I think, like, even the Beehive, it was like when Sanaya Lathan, I don't know who said something. I think it was Tiffany Haddish. And they, like, sworn. I was like, what? Yep. You're like y'all gotta leave that lady alone. Y'all don't know this for sure. Yeah. Y'all remember um when the little Cardi B's fans, the Barty Barty gang, is that what they call themselves? Where they was spamming Nicki Minaj uh pictures of like from abortion clinics or something like that. Cause remember Nikki admitted that when she was younger she had an abortion and they were like spamming her pictures of like fetuses and stuff like calling her baby killer and shit like that. I mean, so every last one of these fan bases are toxic. All of them. Like the stan culture in general is just toxic and disgusting. And it 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 basically glorifies these this notion almost that these human beings that are celebrities, just because of the way that they kind of the face that they show to the public, that these stands have this ideal that that's who this person is as a person no they have a public persona that they show to the people and then they have their private persona who they really are you're not gonna you don't get to see every aspect of this person so it's not appropriate or right for you when certain things come out about them for you then to go in torment or attack their victims you know what i mean Girl, you just made. Oh. <sighs> I think I want to laugh some more off of it, but I'm not gonna. <laughs> Listen, uh, Joe Budden make you want to laugh at him. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> he just, uh, and I, it was so funny. What um, is that? Not Rocky, I think. 
had his name saved it on her phone. I was laughing so hard. I was like, I should be laughing at this. It's serious. Yeah. Joseph. <laughs> I was like, okay. But yeah. They all just, ugh. the whole situation is just a mess at yeah. the end of the day. Um, I just, I, I just couldn't, like, in my mind, I couldn't understand. I was like, of all the people to throw a cape on, y'all throwing one off of Joey? Yeah, right. I was like, <laughs> just like, why? Why? And like I said, like and the thing that gets me is that he literally, if you just listen to him, he's never actually said he didn't do it. That's the thing. That's the part that gets me. He talks good circles. I give him that. He's a good communication, like a good person. What is that? It's not communicate. I don't know what the fuck they call that. He is extremely good with his speech. I'll give like him that. In a story, yeah. Like public relations. Yeah, like he he story. can spin a fucking story. He can, but in in all honesty, he's never actually said he didn't do it. Ne- in none of the situations, even when he did the interview on the Breakfast Club after the Esther Baxter thing, like they showed the interview because that came back up, and somebody showed the interview. He never denied it. He never denied it. Like, if I'm accused of something like that and I ain't do it, I'm a flat out say, no, nah, I didn't do that. He never comes out and flat out says, no, nah, I didn't do it, which makes me think, yeah, you did that. I'm sorry. That's just me. Um, I guess. Speaking of controversy, and this is kind of the last controversy, controversial topic we got. So the tele on Netflix, there was a movie called Cuties. Um, it was a French movie that was, um, I guess it played at like French Sundance or one of those little sun, you know, artistic junts over there overseas. Made a couple of headlines. I guess it got decent enough reviews over there and cut to it being put on Netflix and now it's a huge outrage and you know whole call to boycott Netflix and yada 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 what's your thoughts um I didn't like it I didn't of course I'm not gonna watch it it's just yeah just looking at the previews um I I struggle with it because I'm like that wasn't the original idea of the of the movie like it didn't come off as that but I think it goes back to the creator is like bro you just gave your movie to Netflix and just let them basically run all over it um and I think, I don't know, it's just something about holding on to your work or, like, if you do say, like, you cannot turn it into this. Like, I definitely see people outraged just from the previews. I'm like, it's too suggestive. It's too much. And these are, like, little girls. I ain't like the fact that the little black girl was the one. I know it's supposed to be a movie. I, I just didn't vibe with it like that. So I didn't, like, personally... Um, I I do see people outraged. I personally hadn't took Netflix off 
whatever. I do think Netflix probably should just be like, you know what, we got to take our AL with this and just go ahead and remove it. Yeah. I think, so here, here's my thoughts on a lot of, on kind of like, because I feel like there's a lot of layers to this, right? So the Netflix layer is that we have been seeing Netflix kind of getting into a lot of this controversy with these movies because they're picking up a lot of foreign films, um, you know, due to COVID and kind of the shortage of programs, TV, you know, things to bring on. So we've been seeing them kind of reach um, and go pick up a lot of the foreign these foreign flicks, i.e., you know, 365, when they pick that that foreign film up in, they've been catching a lot of flack and controversy for it. Um, so on one end, I think that an issue that they're running into is one content, obviously, it's it's becoming harder for them to pull content because one, they can't create original content. And there's so many streaming services popping up now that a lot of the older content that they could pull, you know, they're running into the licensing issues and things like that because a lot of these, you know, networks are now having their own streaming service. And so they're pulling their content from Netflix, whatever. So on one end, they're having trouble finding content and they're going to, you know, reaching out to these other outlets and you see them pulling these foreign films. And a lot of times overseas, they are different. I was to be honest, they are different yeah. <laughs> with the things that they watch um, with sexual content, sexuality, things like that. They are a lot more free, open. They are, you know, when it comes to watching things, they take things more at face value. Um, they are, a lot of their movies um, do contain shock value in that way um and it's just accepted over there as opposed to bringing it to so so that's another issue i think that netflix is running into is that they're seeing they're they're reaching for these films that are accepted and they're forgetting the base when you're bringing it to the u.s shock value doesn't really sell well or do well in my opinion in the u.s and so I think that that's what they ran into with the cutie situation. I feel like um, in their mind, they were like, okay, it had decent enough review or did it well enough overseas that, you know, was getting acclaim at the little festivals or whatever like that. And they look at the popularity of like shows like Dance Mom and Bring It and stuff like that, you know, Toddlers and Tierras, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, whatever. So that's why they agreed to pick it up. They were like, okay, I don't, th they didn't, I don't think they foresaw the shit storm that they were going to run into. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I just think that that came with, they didn't read their audience well enough um, when it came to things that translate from the U.S. to, I mean, from, you know, foreign films to the U.S. Because with 365, you saw they didn't back down. They did not pull that movie. Um, but I think with Cuties, I I, I felt like it, it got way too much backlash. It was evolving children. In all honesty, I think after the first, like, controversy, like, with, with the original, like, the picture and everything like that, they should have just pulled it then. I think it, whoever is at Netflix, it was stupid of them to kind of, 
oh no, we're going to change it. We're going to make sure the promotion change, blah, blah, blah. I think they should have pulled it then. That should have been their kind of cue. Like, okay, this is going to be a shit storm. Let me pull it now. Um, but from what I hear, they are, they did decide to pull it, right? Or I don't know. Um, I think it, it did air, came on, but I think they have made the decision now after kind of all of this that they are going to pull it. Um, as far as the story is concerned, um, so first and foremost, I'm going to be honest, I didn't watch it and I didn't intend to watch it. Like, it's not something that interests me. Like, I never, like, I didn't, I wasn't into, like, dance moms or any of that type of, like, dance teams and stuff. That shit don't interest me. So it was never on my radar of things to watch, right? And then... But I guess, I guess, again, I was like, I didn't think initially that there was going to be that much outrage either because of the fact that, you know, unfortunately, I hate to say it like this, but a lot of like dance cultures and things like that are pretty provocative. Um, We see a lot of controversies. It's like you watch the news and things like that. And people talk about how provocative um, some of these young dance sports and things can be so i i don't know um and plus again i have all nephews only have one niece she's a tomboy so i don't know i don't know anything <laughs> about this world so that's why i really feel unqualified to speak on because i know literally zero about any of this that type of situation like i said i got all nephews and one niece and she's a tomboy so <laughs> don't i don't know anything um, in, in this aspect, but I, I, I guess I feel like that's where they, the people at Netflix mind was, it was like, ah, I shouldn't be too bad. It'll translate well enough over here. Um, but again, I feel like the smart move on their part as a business would have been in the first initial, when they put out the little poster or whatever, and it got all that backlash would have been to pull it then instead of going through this whole shit storm now that they're in now you know what i mean see okay so i'm want to correct myself i thought that like netflix had kind of put a spin on it but it was just a spin on the original i guess like trailer or whatever yeah or okay yeah Yeah, so i yeah definitely because i remember the backlash from the original poster Mm -hmm. and that's why i was like okay you know, they was like they were gonna fix it or whatever. Um, yeah, I just I don't even like toddlers and tiaras because I'm like, why the fuck do you get six year olds with false teeth in their mouth? Like, they're six. They're supposed to be missing fucking teeth. Yep. Yeah. That's why I said like I I feel so unqualified to speak on that whole because I don't get that whole like I've never understood like the beauty pageant dance tea like I've never understood that whole world I was never into it as a kid and so and I don't have any so I don't have any like you know what I mean touch basis to that I don't I don't know so I don't know what's acceptable in that world and what's not so I feel unqualified to judge on that on that basis um and as somebody who didn't watch the movie and didn't intend to, I can't really judge the movie in that. I can only go off of like what I've seen, um, like comment wise and 
um, from the people who have watched it, they say it's not like they said they get the message. They say it's not it's it's uh they said it's very it's definitely shock value um from the way that you know the camera angles to how they shot it they definitely were going for shock value um but they said they get the message they essentially it's young girls who are growing up in a hypersexualized world and trying to find their place in it and um unfortunately it's a real message you know um but I think that, like I said, I don't think that in the U.S. shock value transfers well. And I think that that's the issue that Netflix ran into. Like like I said, overseas, I think that shock value works. Like if you watch some of like their comedies and things like that, a lot of their comedies and it goes for that more like crude in your face shock. Like I said, shock value. Whereas in the U.S., that does not play well here. So... <laughs> I just feel like it was a wrong audience. And I saw that they were saying like, oh, it was intended for mature art, you know, a mature audience and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, I don't know if they really, like even looking at the promotions, I'm like, yeah, it don't come off like that. This looked like something that I could possibly sit down and maybe watch with my daughter. Like maybe if I watched it alone, like, oh, okay, well, I can get, but if my daughter's sitting there watching, I'm like, Mm-mm. well, yeah. let me cut this off so we can have a conversation about this. You know, yeah. like, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm like, and then you just gotta also look at Netflix as well. Like, bro, everybody, like, my Netflix account is me, and then my nieces and nephews each have a profile. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, it's not, I think it's just one of them that has like the parental controls, which is my young niece. So I'm like, you know, with services mm-hmm. like Netflix and Hulu and all it, you can put the parental controls on and all that stuff. But at the same time, it's like, you know, they still could possibly have access to it. You know, mm-hmm. so I, yeah, I, I think Netflix got, I, I feel, like I said, I feel like they just didn't read the room. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that, that's, in all honesty, that's, to me, that's what it came down to. Like, the first, their, the first, when they first did the little poster and they got that outrage, that should have been their cue. Like, okay, let's go ahead and pull this because it's not going to, it's not going to translate here. That's, exa- in all honesty, that's what they should have said. Like, let's pull this because it's not going to translate here. But I think that it uh, another issue that played into I think if it, this movie would have came out before 365 did, I think then that they would have pulled it at the initial reaction to the poster. But I think because of 365 and the success that 365 had, um, and and that came off of people. You know, 365 had been on Netflix for a little bit and it blew up off of like TikTok videos and shit like that. And so I think that they were like, okay, well, if this foreign film did well, and even though it drummed some controversy, if this did well, then maybe after people see it, you know, it'll translate. But nah. Uh uh-uh yeah like I said I really like I said I really think they just dropped the ball in that they didn't pull it at the right time 
they should have pulled it after the initial reaction and just left it at that. It took that L. Yeah. But I don't see, I hate to say, I don't see people, like, as much as people are like, we canceling it. Y'all not canceling Netflix. Y'all say this every time something pops. Y'all not going to cancel Netflix. So cut it out. People still out here marching for Robert K. I'm not canceling. (laughs) Like, I mean, because essentially, I mean, I mean, like I said, I'm pretty sure they're going to take the L. It's like, okay, you know, whatever. We got the backlash and just got to move on from here. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm just going to be real. I'm not canceling Netflix. I'm sorry. No. Whole pandemic. No. I decided to for new services and still get Netflix. Big facts. <laughs> um, so last topic of the day, I saved this for last just because um I said in the last show that I was gonna check out P Valley. Um and I did binge it all like yesterday. No, the day before I binged it. Um, because it's only eight episodes, so super easy to watch, didn't take long. Um, watched it in one day. Um, but in terms of P Valley, um, K Michelle, she recently did a live where she said that it's hard for her to watch or she hasn't been able to watch throughout episodes just because she was up for the role of Mercedes. Um, yeah, Mercedes, um, on the show P Valley. And so, you know, it hurt a little bit because that was like her first major role that she was up for. Um, and she, you know, she, she said she's proud of everybody who did it, you know, Memphis. Um, it's from a Memphis creator, Katori. Um, a lot of Memphis folks are working on the project, getting their shine or whatever like that. And she said she's super proud of everybody from that. But it does hurt her a little bit because she, you know, she's really up for the role and she really wanted it. Um, which I get. Like, people were mad at her for that. But she wasn't hating. Like, I saw it a little lot. She wasn't hating in any shape or form. She just said she was sad about not getting the role, which... You could understand, especially now that it's become such a big hit. I could get it, you know. Um, but in terms of P Valley, I did check it out. Um, it was good. I enjoyed it. Like, I liked it. Um, again, um, especially being from somebody, being somebody who, you know, being in Memphis, lived in Memphis all the years that I lived. You know what I mean? Like. With that being my city, I, you know, um, even though it's based in, like, Chuckaloosa, Mississippi, um, if you just listen to the folks talk, the terms, um, it's Memphis. You know, <laughs> like, um, you know, if, you, if, if you're not from Memphis or you've never been to Memphis, then, yeah, it's not, you, go, you'll, you won't get it. But if you have been to Memphis, are you from Memphis and you watch P Valley, you're going to be like, okay, yeah, I get it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Even if you say Chuckaloosa, Mississippi, bitch. That's Memphis, bro. That's Memphis. Um, but it was a really good show. Like, um, I, I saw, you know, t- when you see somebody that has, something that has a lot of hype sometimes you like mm, I can't trust y'all because y'all give me bad advice I eat the office <laughs> um, <laughs> y'all give bad advice okay 365 bad advice because that movie sucks okay um but nonetheless P-Valley was definitely worth it I enjoyed it um I I can't wait for season number two 
Um, they didn't leave on a cliffhanger, which um, I'm happy about only because I hate, for some reason, I'm not going to, well, I'm not going to say that I hate when shows leave on cliffhangers, but I hate when like newer shows that if you're not sure they're going to catch on end on cliffhangers. So I'm glad they did not end the show on a cliffhanger. So now we just, you know, going into season two, we don't know what to expect. And I'm excited about that. Um, Have you checked it out yet? No, I haven't. I keep saying like I'm going to do it, but it's also one of them things like you say, like, is it worth me really sitting down and watching it? So I'm, I'm going to do it. And I think I got like a stars promotion for like one ninety nine. Well, I think I will say just as a Memphian, I think you'll enjoy it. (laughs) Just for that, I think you'll enjoy it. Um, I think they did a good job. You know, it made it make you a little proud though, because you'd be like, okay, I like it, I like it. So I think you'll enjoy it. Um, Uncle Clifford definitely was a standout though. Um, Salute to, I'm not sure who plays Uncle Clifford because I actually didn't like read. Because I told you I benched it in one night. So I didn't actually read through like the casting and all that. I do know that Katori created it. Um, but I didn't like read through all the casting and all of that. But um, so whoever plays Uncle Clifford, Uncle Clifford is definitely the standout. He does his thing. Um, but I'm not sure what pronoun if he uses he or she, but um, you know, either way. Nonetheless, it's a good show. Um and that's all I have for hot topics. Anything else? Nope, nothing for me. All right, so let's go ahead and jump really quickly into the relationship portion of the show. All righty. Um, you want me to go first? You want first? Um, let me go first because I still have to think on the question that you. Have. Okay. <laughs> um. So my relationship question is inspired. I was watching a television show and they were just talking about new age dating and situationships and blah, 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 blah. And one of the questions that pops up is, is if your situationship starts off as strictly sex, can you, do you feel like that you can transition it to an actual relationship or are you doomed to just kind of be stuck in that? just sex zone um i think it can progress i think the likelihood of that is very low um once you kind of put yourself in a situationship um but i think it can because i'm like you can be definitely in a place where two people are like especially when you have two mature people and they understand okay this is what i want right now um and they come back and have a conversation like, hey, things have changed for me. This is what I now want. You know, we're both in agreement, so we can move forward. You already got the sex part down. So it's just like, now can we actually thrive in a relationship? Um, so I definitely think it's possible. Do I think it's likely that it happens in most situationships? No. Um, I think once you in that situationship like phase, you kind of remain there um, forever. Um, so that's just me personally. Okay. What about you? Um, so I'm not as optimistic as you are. I'm going <laughs> to flat out and say no. Um, <laughs> I just, 
Um, because on the show they tried to like compare it to like folks in the friend zone and saying that like you could work your just like you could work your way out of the friend zone, you can work your way out of that type of situation. And I just don't think I I feel like that for men and women, like as much as they try to say that men and women are so different, I think that we are similar in that we, when it comes to relationships, if I put you in one category, you're pretty much like you're there. You know what I mean? Like the likelihood of me moving you out of like you being just a friend or, you know what I mean? is just so slim to none. Like I I'm not, like I said, I'm not optimistic enough to believe that it can be done. I mean, I know that once every blue moon, I guess people have accomplished it, but I just don't see it. And especially with just sex relationships, I feel like even we, even if somebody was to catch feelings, 99% of the time, the other person hasn't. They just see you as just that. We fucking, and that's that. And I'm out here looking for somebody who actually... I have a connection with and then once I find that I'm cutting your sex off and moving on to just you know what I mean like I I'm just not optimistic in that way to believe that it goes beyond that I feel like once you carp you know put somebody in that space they in that space and that's just what it is you know? and I just I don't know I feel weird. like when you I've never taken somebody out of a friend zone See, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, because once you're there in a friend zone, you kind of like in a friend zone, like yeah. forever. That's what I'm saying. That's why I was like, I don't know what people, you know, because they were, like I said, they were comparing it to the friend zone and saying that just like with the friend zone, you could work your way. And I just was like, who does that? You know, <laughs> if you a friend, you a friend. <laughs> right. Like, it ain't no work your way out of the friend zone. You, you just there forever. Yeah. So I don't know, but hey, to each day on, I guess maybe for some folks, they believe that could work. I just, like I said, I'm not optimistic enough to believe that. And I just think that for a lot of women out there, my advice to you is don't put yourself in that position unless you want to be, unless you truly, truly, truly feel like all I want out of this is a just sex relationship. Don't put yourself in that position. Don't agree to something that you're not going to be happy with in the long run. Because you can't change a man, baby. <laughs> it's a waste of time and it ain't worth it. Ooh. Preach. Um, all right. So what's your question? So my question um, is give me your worst date story. <laughs> Oh, my worst date story. Do you have one? I do. Okay, you go first. So, oh, this was these good old University of Memphis days. Um, and I was talking to this dude. I think I was like, I was young. So I was like, nine, if I was 19, I probably was still 18 because I still stayed on the dorm. Mm-hmm. But he was like 23 and he on the phone was like, oh, I got a motorcycle. I want you to ride with me. And I got this and I got that. And not like me being a materialistic person, but, you know, listening, indulging. I'm like, okay, cool. And he was like, so when you going to let me take you out? So I was like, you know, just let me know, you know, when you're free and I'll make myself available. And so I'm expecting 
what he said. Like, you know, you know, I got this car and this car. And, and not saying that he had to pull up in like a Cadillac Escalade or something like that. But so I should have known some was like going to be bad when he pulled up and like the car sound like when he pulled up it was just gonna turn off I was like what's happening I'm like should I even go because I'm like I don't know if your car gonna make it so I was like okay cool Fallon just chill you know I don't know and then he was like this ain't even my real car and I was like so why you pick me up in the real what you pick me up in fucking tomater from off cars too so i'm like okay whatever so then he was like oh i thought we'll go and get something to eat so i was like okay cool so he was like well what do you want from mcdonald's Ooh. i was like first of all i don't even eat mcdonald's Ooh. i was like okay i was like well i don't want anything from mcdonald's i'm fine thank you so he's like okay cool so he goes to mcdonald's he orders like all his food so i'm like what are we finna do from here? He goes and takes me to his like sister house, like a lot of kids and the hair roaches. Oh no! I was like, you got to take me home right now. And he was like, "You acting all stuck up like you ain't want to move." Uh, I saw roaches. Uh uh-uh. so want I can't be taking roaches back to the dorm with me. I'm like, I stay at a dorm. And even if I didn't stay in the dorm, I ain't got roaches. I'm not taking them back home with me. Take me home. So that was like my, I think that was my worst day. And I learned so much. I was like, next time somebody asks me today, I'm going to make sure, where we going? What time you pick me up? What time car you pick me up in? Blah, blah, blah. It, yeah. It was horrible. Ooh. She called me like a little bougie stuck up bitch. I was like, so this is just bad. Fuck it. I'll be a bougie stuck up. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. I'll be all those things. You got roaches. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, oh, man. I'm trying to think. Like, my worst date experience, I will say. I haven't had any like really bad one-on-one date experiences. I will say I did like we had like a group date and um because it was like, you know, you don't really know people. So you try to be, do the safe thing and do like a group date or whatever. Um so we invited we threw a party and we were inviting, you know, we invited these dudes to the party or whatever like that. So it was like a group setting opposed to that. Um Long story short, like we get to the end of the night, people have coupled off. Woo, 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 woo. Um, I was like super. I got toasted. I was drunk, so <laughs> you know that was already that. Like I got drunk to the point like I'm throwing up. So I was out for the count. <laughs> um, but needless to say, all I know is I like fell asleep on the floor and the guy that I was like oh he's so cute that I you know invited over whatever like that I I you know like I said I was out but like I woke up and I looked and like he's like looking at me like what are you doing in here you know what I mean like what's going on and he's like oh no no nothing go back to sleep go back to sleep long story short 
my homegirl wakes me up like after everybody's left my homegirl wakes me up and she's like hey yo my money missing (laughs) um and then my other friend was like well your money missing so everybody started going through their shit long story short this nigga robbed everybody (laughs) 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 and so i'm like and they was like, Janae, you didn't. I was like, bitches, I'm drunk. Like, I was out cold. How was I supposed to know? Listen, listen. So, you know, you try to feel bad, but you like, I'm thinking to myself, how y'all gonna leave me as the person? That, like, I'm out. Look, I, y'all just seen me in the bathroom throwing it up. So, y'all know I'm out for the count. But yeah, worst day ever. <laughs> they robbed everybody. Nigga robbed everybody. So. <laughs> oh, anywho, oh, them days when you're young and stupid, y'all. Please don't ever be that young and stupid. <laughs> oh God. Um. Anywho, so I guess that is that's it for relationships this week. Um, any like new music, books, TV, anything like that that you wanna or anything just wanna throw out there? Nothing new for music or books. I have started this. Um, it's not like a series or anything, but I stumbled upon this um, girl on Facebook. Um. You know how like when you're on Facebook, you watch a video and then another video kind of pops up after that. Mm-hmm. Um, her name is Bailey Sarayan or something like that. But she does makeup and murder or murder and makeup. I've seen her videos. I know exactly I, who you're talking about. I am addicted. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to go through and watch all of them now. I'm like, oh my gosh. And Sometimes I watch her do her makeup and then sometimes I don't. But it's just something about her talking about them that like, yeah, I'm just captivated. So I you know, the crazy thing is I've actually saw those videos and I was like, yo, that's like a dope, interesting concept, like murder and makeup. Cause I passed her and I was like, who the would have even thought of it? I was like, now that's smart. Like she took the whole makeup tutorial to a different level to come up with just something else to engage people you know what i mean so i'm sure i'm like and i think i found it was like saturday and i watched like a few on saturday and i'm like man i'm gonna be done with all of them but i enjoy it yeah yeah respect (laughs) anything else nope that's all for me all right, so there's nothing for me on that front, so I'm just going to go ahead and jump into my favorite portion of the show, which is the nerd moment of the week. And this week is just about the DC fandom part two. Um, we had part one earlier, um, late August, where they addressed pretty much all the movie side of the DC universe. This time they took on the TV side. Um, And basically, we just got some juicy tidbits about the upcoming seasons of all your favorite DC television shows. A couple quick highlights. Titans, um, they have confirmed, obviously, that it's going to be one moving to HBO Max, if you haven't already heard that. 
but also that um, in season three, we will be seeing Donna Troy. She'll be brought back to life and we'll probably get to see like the Lazarus pit and all storyline involving that. Um, they also confirmed that Red Hood will be the villain of season three, which is interesting because if you guys have watched the first two seasons, um, you saw where Jason Todd was Robin and he was kind of going through that whole situation and he was trying to fit in with the Titans. So cut to season three, he will now turn to Red Hood and be the villain. Um, we also learned that over on the CW, Batwoman, um, ja, I always say this this girl's name wrong, Javisa, Javisa Leslie, who has been cast as um, the new Batwoman. The storyline basically for that, as we anticipate it, will be obviously the introduction of her Batwoman writer, but we'll also be taking on the disappearance of Kate Kane in We'll kind of have to see how that whole thing plays. Basically, so they can explain why um, Kate is gone and we have a new Batwoman. So that's going to be the prefaces of that storyline um, on Superman and Lois. It's going to take place after Crisis. And you will basically see him in a new Superman suit and you will get to see them navigate you know, raising their two teenage boys and also being Superman and Lois. So that's that. Um, on The Flash, we're going to, season seven is going to focus on speedsters, both good and bad. So we'll probably be getting, you know, speedsters from the past, present, and future. And um, I'm assuming they're probably going to introduce, if you read The Flash comics and you know about, the Flash family, so I'm assuming that's probably the route that we're going to see it take as they take on the Godspeed story, because he he's going to be the villain, even though they're trying to be, keep it cryptic. He's going to be the villain for season seven. It's going to be Godspeed, so there's that. Um, trying to see what else we got. Legends of Tomorrow is going to be all about aliens. They're going to be introducing a new legend who will be you know, like an alien survivor hunter or some shit like that. So, yeah. Um, I don't think I have any other highlights that really came out of it. Um, it was interesting. Obviously, it's not a replacement for Comic-Con because I love Comic-Con, but it was an interesting way to do it this year. So it is what it is. But that's all I got for the nerd moment of the week this week. And that's pretty much all I got for the show. Anything else on your end, Fallon DM? Nothing else on my end. All right. So per usual, we like to thank you guys for listening. And we hope you enjoyed the show and hope you guys will be back with us next week. Good night, guys.